0: Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast, the culture edit reloaded. I'm Sandra Patel, founder and CEO of Transition Partners. This season, I'm flying solo as I sit down with international leaders to discuss their leadership journeys and how they have embedded a thriving and positive culture. Hello and welcome back to our Let's Talk Leadership podcast. My name's Sandra Patel and I'm so delighted to be back here today recording again. Although I'm missing my um, ally, Ellie Nettleton, who is currently on mat leave with her gorgeous little boy, Miles. So today I'd love to welcome Tracy Monday, who is the Global Solutions Executive at Verizon, Verizon Business. However, Tracy is much more than this. She's also a co-founder and a mentor on the Global Women's Mentoring Program. So, Tracy, hi, how are you? I'm
1: good, thanks. Yes?
0: Good. Yes, very good. Really um, lovely to have you on the podcast because we, we've tried for this recording a couple of times, haven't we? So, Yeah,
1: yeah. Guys um, so never always line up, do they?
0: Oh, I know. That's it. It's absolutely mental at the minute. Um, and we're only at the end of January. Like, uh, it's, I feel like it's oh, already in
1: January. <laughs> I
0: know. That's it. Um, so, Tracy, it'd be really good initially just to tell um, our listeners, give our listeners a little bit of a kind of quick whistle-stop tour of your background and how you've got to where you are today.
1: Okay. Um, well, to start, if we go right the way back, um, I, I'm... I'm a child from the forces, so my, my parents were in the forces, so I travelled all over the world when I was younger, and I was actually born out of this country too. So it was great, but from a perspective yes. of being English, I never actually lived in England until so I was 21. Um, and, yes. I, and, I, and I worked all over the world and everything, so it's great. So you get all the different cultures, you get you get to learn to meet people and make friends quickly because they move on, because two years here, two years there, and you're overlapping, which was really yes. good from a, a, a social... Um, education perspective so at the age of 21 i thought i want to know what it's like to go to live in england um, and i heard all about this going for a courier for after a night out and i didn't even know what that was because i've never been in <laughs> england never gone for a courier for a night out so i i quit my job bought myself a one-way ticket to london and rocked up with a suitcase um found myself a job
0: wow in, very in
1: courageous Argentina. is that you so stupid! not too sure 21 you, you have no boundaries <laughs> do you um my nearest relative was 450 miles away, so I suppose if I needed to get anywhere, there was always an option of, of somebody up in the lake yeah could bail me out. Um, but you don't think when you're that age, you can conquer the world, and mm. you, don't, you don't tend to stop to think. You have no fear, do you, that, you at that no? age? No? no, yeah. And I don't know whether it's stupid or just lack of fear. I don't. I still to this day don't <laughs> know which it was. I wouldn't do it now, clearly. <laughs> A little bit more wise. No, absolutely for the not. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I was lucky I fell into... Um, I fell into a marketing role for a, an international marketing agency, and then I ended up moving to to a computer company called Wang Computers. They went uh, belly up many, many years ago. Mm. But I loved the the technology side of the thing, the marketing technology side of the thing. So I went to work for a reseller who said, "Yeah, we don't do marketing, but if you want to sell, we'll teach you how to sell." And that was me. I absolutely love selling, and I've been in there ever since. Various different types of roles in resellers, yeah. working systems integrators but always in the tech industry. And it's now, God forbid, 32 years. Wow. And I'm still as as non-technical now. As I, <laughs> like, and, that's, and that's probably why I do the mentoring stuff as well. And I do a bit with um, uh, young girls in schools, because I think the industry has a, a view that you've, you've got to be a nerd and you've got to do coding mm. um, to be in this industry. You're not, you don't and you haven't. I did marketing, I do sales. I think sales is a great profession for women. Um, You just sometimes need to get over your own self to get into it and do it well. So, yeah, that's what that's what I've got to hear. Fantastic.
0: Brilliant. And um, so obviously you've been in the industry for some time now. Um, How much would you say the industry has changed since you started in in the industry? Like, obviously, you haven't been in a tech role, but you've worked in the tech industry um, for some time. And I think I think that would be really interesting for some of our listeners.
1: I think tech has probably changed more than any, un- any other industry you can, you can imagine. Technology, the speed of technology change is phenomenal. It's certainly an industry where every single day there's something new coming out. You hear about something new. You see about an innovation. You think, wow, I was only reading yesterday about the little tags now that they can do ultrasound scans on a tiny little tag. You don't, need these, you don't need to be in hospitals. And it, and, and yeah. that's what I love about tech. Tech can yeah. do all of that. And, and there are so many things in the world that you don't even see tech touching and doing. Everything we do every day. Um, and my kids love tech. My kids mm. love tech. But they don't seem to understand what it is that creates that tech behind the scenes. So, um, yeah, I've seen some phenomenal changes in terms of the development and, and the speed in which the technology advances is, is quite phenomenal. The industry itself, in the way it behaves culturally, has taken a a slower journey, but it's getting there. It's this last, I'd say, ten years has has significantly changed, and there's been certainly an acceleration in the cultural attitude within industry.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think um, you know I, I absolutely agree. And the thing with tech is that, like you say, it's always changing. There's always innovation, and and like you say, you just you don't know how it's impacting your everyday life but there's some amazing clever things that that's going on out there um which is amazing so I love working in tech and I have all I've it's all I've ever done since university for like 21 years um how do you think um so I see this podcast one of the one of the, our aims with this podcast is to really share our learnings and lessons and experiences particularly from a leadership point of view um and I think the world's evolved and, and moved on massively from a, a leadership point of view as well how do you think that more so in te- how do you think that's changed over the years within tech
1: i think leadership is quite a, an interesting um concept really because there is there's a view if you're a leader you're the one on the stage you're the one that stands up there and tells everybody this is how the world is gonna i'm going to drive change i'm going to do this i'm going to do that. and actually i think yeah. more about making the right person be the person on the front having that conviction and that confidence that taking the right people to do the job and allowing them to do the job and allowing people to find their own way, but with guidance and and guardrails where necessary, but not everybody is right to be at front. And just because you're not at front doesn't mean you're not leading. Mm. And and I think people need to, there's quite an arrogance, particularly in our industry um, around, Oh, you're the best at everything or, or it's, it's your front if you put on the right front it's okay but actually yeah. I think that that is also starting to be broken down in the fact that it doesn't matter so much they want that emotional that human interaction um, they they need that human interaction I think people are more open to that now and it's suddenly no longer seen as a problem mm. or a weakness more so a weakness than a problem actually
0: yeah and I think that there's a lot more one thing that I'm you know I'm quite as a leader I'm quite um I try my best to be as open and honest as and transparent as I can and I think there's a lot more visible vulnerability these days um from leaders which I don't think you know sort of I don't know 10 to 20 years ago um was really a thing like you say I think there was kind of a lot of um you know kind of masking those kind of emotions and as you say a weakness it was seen as a weakness
1: yeah I agree I agree I think a lot of people um if you showed emotion it means you weren't tough enough yeah I think a lot of women fell into that trap too actually I think a lot of women felt like they had to be like men to Mm. to be able to compete yeah yeah
0: absolutely um so, would you say, um, you know, would you differentiate female and male leadership styles? Like would you say yours is different from a male, and and if so, in in what way? Uh, by by human nature, yes, we're different.
1: Uh, is is. Sorry, I'm just trying to stop that beeping noise. That's all
0: right. I know I've had <laughs> my volume
1: going off as well. Don't worry about it. I'm trying to get rid of the notifications blasting in. I should have. Bad, my bad. I should have done that before mm-hmm. we started talking. By by human nature, we're different animals genetically. We're different animals. Uh, we, I think there is a change generally in the leadership style. I think twenty years ago, women tried to be more like men because that's that they felt that that was a way to get on it was in a man's world you had to be more like men i think um that pendulum swung the other way now and i think men are trying to come more to the middle ground but you and and personalities your background you you know your your religion wherever you come from determines how you behave as a leader whether you're male or female so i think yes we're different yes we look at different skills and qualities yes we have a different way of approaching but actually I think both as good as each other and as bad as each other in equal med- med- measures whenever and wherever in certain circumstances so I don't think one is better than the other I just think they're different and they'll always be different
0: yeah yeah no absolutely um and there's different challenges as well isn't there um within that as well how um in in your experience um you know did you know, being a woman in in your profession, um, do you feel that you had to deal with additional mental challenges that you've had to overcome? Like, for instance, you know, um, doubting your ability and maybe not feeling confident enough to apply for certain promotions, progression? I
1: I think without a doubt, um, there's always been... Women are, are so much harder on themselves than anybody else. So... You, it's almost every time you get something or you get you move into a new role you have this imposter syndrome um yeah. period where you think oh god can, can i really do this should i really have taken this job so and we also have this feeling that if we can't tick 90 percent of the the request list then we're not we're not good enough for that job whereas actually that's not true at all um and 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 to, to the conversely, a lot of men will say oh i only need to tick four out of the ten i'm all right i can do that i can learn yeah. the rest so yeah. there is, there's always going to be that. And there is always challenges to uh, attitudes towards women and their capabilities without a doubt has changed, It's not mm. fair take, but it has changed. And so whilst you're also doubting yourself and your own and then wanting to be a hundred percent fit for something before you do it. And then on top of that, having you've got this mentor or this glass ceiling or whether it's perceived or whether it's, um, whether it's real. I think a lot of the time, the glass ceilings we put there ourselves. They're not necessarily there. I'm not saying that they they aren't there. So d- don't take that the wrong way. Yeah, there are glass ceilings, mm. But it depends on whether you believe in the fact that they're going to stop you. I've never mm. stopped to think I can't do something. Mm. I've just done it, hence the rock up to, to London with a one-way ticket and 100 quid in my pocket. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just just do things I think what a lot of the time we do is we spend too much time worrying and planning and thinking and considering and finding arguments not to do things but mm. we create our own glass ceilings in a lot of scenarios.
0: I agree I think a lot of it is 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 our mindset it's mindset and um, you know the way that um, the environments and culture has been for so long um, that it's almost become like learned behavior and so it, it can be very difficult to get out of that mindset um, on that um no I think it'd be really interesting to to hear um sorry I'm chucking you a question in now flow.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll wing it as long as I can Then I'll have to say oh sorry don't know <laughs> yeah don't worry it's fine
0: um so I'd be really interested and I think our listeners would be really interested in to know from your experience obviously you've got a lot of experience and um, particularly within leadership what do you think we could do? Um, you know, what could we all do collectively to to reduce um, that impact on on women? Like, you know.
1: see, I think it's already happening because we had this conversation. With, there was a Women in Leadership um, event uh, before Christmas that I attended, and, and I was talking to yeah. somebody there. And, and and as always, you get this panel of people, and 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 they're all coming from. And, I, and some they're not all but there's very much a victim mentality and a victim undertone in some of those stuff and, and one of the questions I raise is that I've got a teenage daughter um I've also got teen, well, I've got two teenage and a teenage daughter but she they <laughs> don't they don't see the gender divide like we do yeah of our generation and my concern is that we are going to force our prejudices onto them as they come into the workforce mm-hmm. because they, they don't see any difference between my daughter and my, their mates do not see any difference between whether the boys or girls it's a their mates they do things yeah there's, there's yeah. no difference between one of them washing up versus one of them not washing up it's it, mm-hmm. and and I, I'll t- we'll be talking to us and I think we're at risk because we're so conscious of it and and rightly so we have to be because it wasn't good mm-hmm. um that mm-hmm. we're going to we're at risk of keeping it going and keeping that narrative yeah. in the forefront of everybody's minds. And, and it's a hard one because there is no wrong or right answer here. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I don't think that you can say, well, if we all pretend it doesn't exist, then the new generation are going to come in and they're all going to be really, really happy. Well, that's not necessarily true. And no. at the same time, if we all continue down this, it's a big problem. It's a big divide. We're going to create the next problem, the next generation mm-hmm. feeling the same way. So it, mm. it's not a simple answer. It's just like it's like politics. There's no right. There's no wrong. No, <laughs> You're no, there on isn't. Is, the no... Aren't
0: you? Yeah, exactly. And it's um, I think there's uh, there's definitely a, more, a lot more awareness around. There's you know more initiatives um to try and um help bridge that kind of divide and, and gap, mm. um, which is I meaning That's all we can keep doing. Um have um i'm going to um, change subject now um ha- throughout your journey throughout your career have you ever wanted to quit
1: um i don't know i have once quit on the grounds that i didn't didn't agree with mm-hmm. the culture of the company so i have done yeah. i have quit on that basis which was probably not the again a brave move when i had three children mortgage and all wow. the stuff that goes with it. Um, <laughs> But I, I think I did that for me rather than for the for, as a result of the company. I think if you get to a headspace where you're not in a in a positive headspace, you can't be effective mm-hmm. in your job. You can't make effective changes. And I think sometimes we try and ball the ocean instead of trying to think what what bits can we influence, what bits can we affect, mm-hmm. what what can we really change, and what can we just hope to work with other people to gain change. So I think as you get older and and with hindsight, I think I've never really apart from that one time, I've never really thought, oh, I can't do this, I need to quit. Mm-hmm. I think, right, you have your bad days and you have your good days, and that's the same in any any profession. I think you've just got to sit down and say, well, why am I doing it? What am I doing wrong? What should I, what should I be doing differently? Because yeah. it can't always be everybody else, but at the same time, it can't always be you either. So you, you just yeah. need to sit down and, and take yourself outside that moment, I think, and then just think about who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it. And if you really, really, really are unhappy doing something, and it's not for you, then change. Don't stay in something you don't like. But at the yeah. same time, don't get out of it just because you're having a bad day or you, somebody's upset you, because yeah. that happens, and you're never going to change that.
0: And, that. and the thing is, you're going to have, you know, it's going to be the di- different, different stuff elsewhere, isn't it? Like the same. Th-
1: th- there's different challenges. You can have a big corporate. You can be in a small startup. Yeah. You can be in public sector, private sector. Nobody and nowhere is
0: perfect. Yeah, exactly. No one's ever perfect. There's always challenges. There's always red tape. There's always some sort of politics.
1: Yeah. And there's um, people you get on with, and people you don't get on with, and processes, and principles, and rules, and, and regulations that you agree with, and others that you don't agree with. And yeah. life's life is always going to have that in there. Life mm. is not fair. Everything is not fair. You just need to understand how you can work around that, and it doesn't affect you both mentally. And physically, and that and, you still get up every day and think, yeah, I want to go to work today.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I, I must admit, I agree. And and for me, um, being a leader for, for um, probably 10, 11 years now, I found that it's been quite a frustrating, lonely place. Um, and that's what I think, that's what I feel makes it challenging and difficult to keep going. Um, but I, like you, have just kind of always thought, okay well what can I do to change it and yet like you said you have bad days you have good days um I always describe
1: it as a bit of a roller coaster 100% you <laughs> yeah. found working that and then working in sales because sales is the biggest roller coaster in the world yes yeah. ultimate highs when you have great meetings you've just signed yeah. deals and then you have real lows where you get a kick from a customer or you fail to win a bid that you've been banking on and you've been working on for years so that roller coaster never ever changes yeah but I and I think as as leaders, think the other thing is, as leaders, you've you've got to put on that positive face, that happy yeah. face. You can't go into a meeting uh, with a team of people and sit there and run and rave, and because you've had a bad day, because uh, it does all that does is make it worse for everybody else. It doesn't yes. change your personal situation, but at the same time, it's almost like you're having to become somebody else, acting in it. You're you're pretending to be somebody you're not to make sure, and it it, it can be really really lonely. But I think. I think industry as a whole particularly this one is getting much much more aware of that a, there are lots more courses there's exactly. lots more um drop-in sessions that bigger companies tend to put in place to help people just talk about the problems in a safe environment there's coaching um, opportunities going on so i think i think you have to to recognize that it can be really quite isolating and i guess the further you go up the more isolated it can become but then you've got to make sure that you have that right peer network outside so you can still mm. go and go and have that chat with somebody, whether they're male or female. It doesn't really make any difference. And and somebody that you can talk to generally that will either agree with you or not agree with you or rationalize it or just let you have a rant one day. I think but that I think, again, that's about being human, though, isn't it? I think if you stop being human and become a robot, that's not leadership. That's not what you want. For, and that's what people do. not Nobody around you wants that either.
0: No, no, no no particularly not these days not at all um i mean and i suppose leadership's all about influencing um others working together collaborating um how do you feel as a leader that you can push for systematic change around the younger generation of women um aspiring for a tech career
1: that that's I do that, I'm involved with, like I said, I've joined the mentoring programme, yeah. I also did some work with, in a previous company with, with um, Tech She Can, which is uh, right. now a charity, it's spun out of some large companies in the UK, to help STEM types of in school yeah. and children, because even today at the age of five and onwards, we don't really start pushing IT and, and our industry until you're getting no. to like, what you're going to select for your GCSEs, Um mm. Uh, my daughter was, a, was the first one, of, she's gone to do cybersecurity networking at a college named us, and she's the first one wow. in four years to apply. Really? Gosh, yeah. that's she's the only she girl just... on the course. Um, and she's loving it, and she, mm-hmm. she hadn't done it before. Um mm. And, and she's loving it where she said but well, some of the guys have been doing coding and all the rest of it and i've never done that she said but i'm the one that always has to go and do the presentations i said yeah why is that because you're the girl yeah. so you're the one so it's not because you're the girl it's because if you're doing a presentation and there's different colleges and different you'll be the only girl up there yeah out of all of the other presentations Absolutely. because all the other ones will be done by a boy mm-hmm. and actually it's good for you you get to learn how to do these sort of things and you and again she's learning how to to work in that world mm. without it being a problem for us so i think i think as an, we've got loads of challenges on in terms of getting more women into this industry but i think we also need to start convincing the, the children at school age that you can be in tech and you don't have to be technical i'm, I'm living proof you know, yeah, I still, you know me. My, <laughs> my kids can work the remotes on the on the skybox better than <laughs> yes. i can so i mean it's you don't have to be technical. You can be marketing. You can be accounting. You can be mm. project management. You don't have to be technology.
0: Underpins management. everything. Everything exactly. that we do. Every business. Um, like you say, you do not have to be. I, I've been in tech recruitment for twenty-one years. I'm not technical, um, but yeah, I absolutely agree. And do you know what? My um, my son is seven. Um, And I've just signed him up. He's just started a few weeks ago. I've signed him up to um, an academy, a coding academy, um, because his school aren't really... And I know he's only seven. um, You know, I just thought, you know what? It's just, it's the way forward. And I want him to learn and to enjoy it. And he's doing it in a really fun classroom environment where he's enjoying it. Um,
1: If kids are enjoying it, they'll... It's like anybody, if you're... When you're at work, you have to do some things sometimes you don't enjoy, but kids, it's very much more difficult for them to engage if they're not into it. Uh, And I I think educationally, we've we've got it wrong, really, really wrong. My daughter, GCSE, was discouraged from taking tech because it'd be full of boys and she wouldn't enjoy it. Okay, I have sort of made her go down that route because I don't think that's true. And I'm from this industry, so I know that's not true but we haven't changed we're still not attracting girls into stem subjects as a whole and it's proven yeah. time and time again statistically when they go in there they go in there well and they do better uh, but at the same time i don't want to discriminate i yeah. want i want positive encouragement rather than discrimination because i think if you discriminate you always leave somebody out and that and, and i like to be a little bit more balanced about that i, I want positive encouragement but educationally we we've, we've the curriculum so thin now and there's so many mm-hmm. things that need to be into inter- considered I teachers are not going to stand a chance on to delivering the next generation of of people that are driving businesses forward because it's just such a veneer now in all the different subjects and all the different considerations and I get the fact that society is changing and we mm. need to bring all those in but we had a big push a few years back of cursive writing when's my son going to use cursive writing Oh, Everything's gonna be typed or read out on a screen. Absolutely. And if it to like a fancy letter, he types it, it in and then turns it into italics.
0: It's and it's it's, it's still it's still the case. My son's having to do it at the minute. And whenever yes. I do any of his worksheets with him, I said to him, He's, he's he like he's, he's struggling with that and I said, Don't bother I, I know I probably shouldn't be doing that but I, I just said, told my son exactly to say, Don't bother. Yeah, and that's it, what Do said. You know want what? To, to I said screen. because you're gonna be typing everything. He said, As long as you know how to spell and you can, you know is um, what do you call it? Um, is it more? more... I can't think of the word. The sent motor skills, yeah, the skills yeah. And, yeah. Um, so I'm just not, I don't even know. With it, i focus more on the maths and the spelling and reading, Correct. handwriting. Just don't bother with it. Yeah,
1: I- I'm told he's got a great comprehension of the English language, he's really good at his maths. And, and my argument to the to the teachers years ago when this was brought in was. He's never going to do cursive in his life. He's never going to read an instruction pamphlet sent to him on how to build a, uh, a cabinet that's in cursive. Yeah. It's, it's it's just it's just so hang up from something oh, the iPads. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it's not going to happen so so why put the stress on them? And again, it made him not wanting to go to school because he wasn't enjoying it. He was struggling. But get them early enough, get them into tech, because at the end of the day, you're not yeah. going to roll. The, you're not going to roll the clock back. We're always going to have tech, and it's going to keep advancing more and more. Absolutely. It, it, you, we're now using tech to take to advance sustainability and all the rest of it. So it's not going to it's not going to roll back the clock. We're not going to go back to work, uh, okay, let's all go back to um, using abacuses and all the rest of it. That's never going to happen you know so let's just embrace the fact that we're moving forward and get the curriculum to move forward with us because otherwise we we can get left behind our kids are not going to be able to to advance in the way that they should mm-hmm. be doing because we're still thinking educationally the way we were thinking 40 years ago
0: yeah absolutely 100% i couldn't agree more so last question um what advice would you give your younger self if you were to start all over again in the tech industry
1: I think what the one the one thing is actually has a plan, because easiest said than done, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
0: I anyway, mean, you, you, you get to
1: a certain point, you think if I had a plan, that I could have got there five years earlier <laughs> <laughs> because I would have actually got there because I wanted to get there rather than just trip over that yeah. one. I'm there now. Yeah. I think have a plan or a high level plan. Have an idea of where you want to go and who you want to be. Enjoy yeah. every day. And don't suffer things for longer than you need to be. Because I think there's one thing that we all do, and women, I think, do it particularly more so, is we'll tolerate something for a lot longer than we need to. Because mm-hmm. our, our, our DNA says don't give up on something. You know, don't cut loose. Yeah. Don't don't see this as a failure by stopping something now. Like so I think my younger self would do what you want to do. Be mindful of everybody around you. Because not everybody's the same. Not everybody's had an equal life. Not everybody thinks in the same way you do but just go for it just just Mm. go and do what you want to do and make yourself happy because we're a long time dead and if you don't enjoy it while you're here you can't go back and rerun
0: absolutely life's too short isn't it (laughs) Um, fantastic um well thank you very much for your time today really appreciate you sharing all your valuable experiences with us um if any of our listeners, um, because when we go live with this podcast, we'll be posting it across um, social media, various social media channels and um, Spotify and YouTube and all that. Um, so if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you directly, um, they may be interested in the mentoring programme or just may just want to have, you know, particularly the younger generation who knows you that, you know, they may want to have a chat and just kind of pick your brains. What, what's the best way for them to reach out to you?
1: I'm on Twitter, and I'm on LinkedIn, and I've got quite a unique name, so there aren't that many of us, so I'm pretty... Yeah, true. <laughs> so so I'd just say, just ping me out. I, I, I'm I, more than happy to help. If I can help, I can help. If I can't, I can't.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: cool. Fantastic. But it doesn't take very long to give somebody 10, 15 minutes a year. No,
0: no, not at all. And that's it, I mean, I... You she know, says that's why we spent it's... months trying to organise this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's
0: it, you know, it's, it's, it's giving back to the community, isn't it? Um, and it's all that. And that, that's, that's the other thing, I think, that goes on a lot more now is that whole collaboration piece, and we're all sharing, we're all giving back, um, which is... I which, think that's
1: a great point, because we, we were all very much village, multi-generation. Then we went city and dis, dispersed all over the globe. And now IT and tech is allowing us to go back to village. And yeah. that community because it's allowed yeah, us to work absolutely. from home it's allowed us to work in our own community and not having to move to the city to do stuff and not having to be in a different country to be able to, to achieve your dreams. so i actually think you're right it, it is about giving a little bit back and, and going back to having that a bit more of a community feel about the way you, we live yeah absolutely
0: brilliant well thank you very much for your time no it's been lovely to talk to you yeah no it's been really lovely Thanks for listening to our latest Let's Talk Leadership, the Culture Edit Reloaded podcast. If you are a leader interested in being on the hot seat, contact me via LinkedIn. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take care and see you all soon.